Believe it or not, it's a town called Flin Flon, exactly in the middle of Canada. Flin Flon is built on solid rock, and one of the first things we noticed were the boxed-in sewer pipes. Above ground, we've never seen anything like it before. Aloha, good-looking people. Raphael Sarebe Bebe with another installment of the Sewer Box Office podcast as we go some ham sandwich stuff here. And while well, I guess community choir and musicals, the local performing arts scene with Alain Lachapelle. See him on stage with Ham Sandwich, done a lot of directing work behind the scenes as well, was the local co-director of Greece. So we'll talk about all about his artistic journey from Ontario and being a Francophonian to coming to Manitoba and learning the crazy English language and all the fun stuff on stage and behind the scenes with our local arts community. You know them, you love them, you can't live without them. Top 10 beard in the city as well. With all due respect to Dean Martin, it's Alain Lachapelle on this installment of the Sewer Box Office Podcast. All my friends are bearded, you should know. Hashtag never shave, I let it grow. You have a shame face, well, that's cute But look what my bearded friends can do All my friends are bearded, you should know That's why the children are going downstairs That's right <laughs> So you are not from Flin Flon No Why not? <laughs> I know, right? I'm sleeping with somebody from Flin Flon. Well, okay, that you are, that's very true. Well. Yeah. Right, you blended uh, very well as a Flin Flonner. I think so. Except think for the so. name, right? No, even people get used to that because anybody with a French name here, they just start saying it Englishly and. That's true. Englishly. Yes, Englishly. Yeah. Is that not yeah. a, a word? Englishly? I don't. I don't know. Englishly. You're you're problematizing grammar. I'm gonna write it down. Okay, so you are what? Ontario, Quebec, right on the border, like the Creighton of Quebec, or kind of ish. So Ontario, um, northern Ontario, um, but close to the border. We were about twenty minute drive from the border, so that's where a lot of the French are, right? In Ontario and northern, just following the the border all the way to, out to Ottawa. So that's where I was born and raised. Um, so where all my family's from. I still have a brother there. My parents are there. And, uh, and yeah, and then after high school, I said, later, and I left. Was it similar to Flin Flon and its sort of industry and coldness? No, not really. Like, I mean, size-wise it is, but it's not as remote, right? Like, you had about a few other towns the same size as Flin Flon within 20-minute drive of each oh, other, wow. right? And it was only five hours to Toronto, two hours for Timmins, North Bay. Like, it's not, it wasn't as remote. And weather-wise, it was about, you know... Ish the same thing. <laughs> so Ish. cold there. It's, it's like kind of cold. it's like Edmonton. Pretty... Yeah. So, um, what you, did you have like an artistic family? No, not really. Um, it wasn't, and it's weird. Eh? An like, artistic I, family. I, I really... <laughs> <laughs> um, no, like it wasn't, and it's weird too because I there wasn't like I went to Catholic school, French Catholic school, and arts were weren't dramatic arts anyway, weren't really a part of any kind of career. There, there was never, there was nothing really. Was there, there a school things. play or something? Or? Not even no. really. Like I remember I did one in grade seven or eight. Um, and then the thing is, is the high school, there was one teacher there who was big um, with music and there was like a school, 
a big school music show at the end of every year where they would practice, but there was no, there was never any school plays. There was any, there was never anything like that. There was improv. There was a lot of improv. Ooh. I mean, I know French Canadians are really big on improv yes. too, right? <laughs> so there was a lot of that, but improv is not something I was never, I wasn't very good at, right? Like being on the spot. Funny mm-hmm. isn't very, yeah. you know, uh, that's really a lot of Yeah, exactly. Right I'm better at it now. <laughs> but before, like, it wasn't really anything that I had the confidence to do, let's say. Um, but I always loved public speaking. That's one thing I always loved doing. Like, I remember even when I was in grade three, I entered a public speaking competition where you had to write a story and say it in front of the whole school. And mine, what was it about? It was about, like, me and a couple friends on Mars or the moon or something like that. But I remember just loving doing that. And then that kind of stuck around, right? Like, I was also, I remember, um, like, in high school, um, I was a valedictorian. But it wasn't, it wasn't, no, no, it wasn't, it wasn't necessarily based on grades. It was basically, like, who wants to give the speech at the end? Of the year? <laughs> <laughs> and I raised my hand because I was like, I like doing that. I like talking yeah. in front of people, and and so that's how it, you know, how I guess I uh, I, I I enjoyed. I you found a comfort that, zone right? in front of the exactly, audience, right? Exactly. You knew that you're comfortable. Yeah, yeah. But acting is always something that I like. The draw theater is always something I wanted to do, but never had the chance to until I went to university, which is where the first time I ever really got involved in that kind of in that craft. So mm-hmm. is that was high school like all francophone, one hundred percent, or yeah, yeah, yeah. It was all I did all my schooling from my grade one all the way to university was all done in French. Ooh, yeah. so it was like it would be like the was it be like the reverse of, of English? There's like one English station or something. Like we watch the Smurfs in English. Oh no no <laughs> see the the thing with um, where we grew up and that's why a lot of people won't know I'm French because I don't really have an accent. I mean, some words maybe, right? But mm. uh, to a certain, but that's because everything else, school was French, but everything else was English. Oh. Friends on the block were English. Yeah. TV was English. Most entertainment was English, right? So not too far off from what the girls are actually doing right now, being in French immersion. Exactly. Right? There's exactly. a little bit of English each, t- each day, but, yeah. and you know, English at home, English out in the world, but it, when you're in school, yeah, you're exactly. supposed to be speaking French. Yeah. Like at home, we spoke French. At school, school was French too, of course, but not in the hallways, right? Because mm-hmm. French wasn't cool. So you spoke English, but you know, so it was got the best of both worlds essentially. So you went to then college. Where did you go to matriculate in your college years? Ottawa. Ooh, like go GGs. Yes, Yes. go GGs indeed. And that's because it was a French university, right? It was that or Sudbury, and I was getting that too cool for Sudbury. I was getting that, you know, (laughs) as far away as I could from home. Essentially, that was the goal. Mm -hmm. So was your town just sort of you wanted to leave instantly? Yes, yes. Well, I mean, I was also you know like. You know, I'm a big gay, right? So I, I didn't really, I, I didn't. <laughs> like, oh my god! <laughs> I did come out in high school. I did k- kind of know it, but you know what? So right. it was like I got to well, get as far really away. Well, it wasn't really a thing. To, exactly, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Like no, it people have parties and gay bashes and such. Like the way you see it now, it's like, holy man, how nice would it have been to have a GSA and all that stuff? Well, I was right. Nice. You know, you walk in a hop on it, boom, it's right there on the bulletin board. Exactly. Yeah. Luckily, I was. Did I get teased? Maybe a little bit, but not that much, because my older brother was cool, mm-hmm. and I had cousins who were cool, so I was kind of, I wasn't cool, but I wasn't the target. Yeah. Well, and you were, like, sociable, yeah. I guess. Exactly, yeah. yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, which was always a good thing. Mm-hmm. So did you know what you wanted to be when you grew up, when you went to college, or it was just big city? I still don't know. What <laughs> what ah, when you grow up. Like, I, I was really good in math and sciences. And originally that's what I was going to go into. Loud in but then, exactly. But then I took a course, I think at uni, uh, not university, in high school. It was, I think it was called like 
family or something like that. It was like one of those courses where you get to have one of those robot babies and you have oh, to bring wow. all that stuff. <laughs> but anyway, so that's when that was my first taste of like sociology and mm. that philosophy, psychology, and that's what I was like, ooh, this is a lot of fun. That's a lot of heavy things to be yeah. taking at one time. Yeah. So yeah. That, but I thought it was more a lot more interesting than numbers. Mm-hmm. So that's what I did when I was oh, in university. Sure. I started in I think first year I was like political science and then I switched to criminology and then I did that. I did an undergrad in criminology, then a master's in criminology. And then originally the goal was to keep going and do a mm. PhD in criminology. Mm-hmm. But I got very, like, and to be honest, it was very, like, you know, when people ask me what I studied, it was, it's what I refer to as mental masturbation. <laughs> Is there really any, any practical application to it? Not really. Like, I studied the discourse around DNA, but from a, a Foucauldian perspective, right. Michel Foucault, who was a French philosopher, theoristian, or whatever. So, it's you know, a very there's no, it's, it's a, a very, very absolutely, yeah, it's a very right? niche little <laughs> bit of information. It seems that the biggest job is then to teach criminology. <laughs> exactly, right? Which would have been, which was what I kind of wanted to do, but doing my, my master's, that was um, hard. Um, mm-hmm. I was very poor. I was No it. kidding. It was very, I also thought that academia was going to be all these very intelligent people discussing really intelligent things all the time. But once you're in there, like, and as a grad student, you're kind of in the department, so you see a little bit more. It's just as petty as anywhere else. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? People don't like people for really superficial reasons, and there's no... It was There was just as much bull as, as any other work environment, right? Mm-hmm. So or or school, like, yeah, school, of any other kind of grade, even. Exactly. Yeah, and it was good. tough. And, like, it's one of those things where you got to love it because you're you're not going to make any money. Um, and now, when you look at it, too, like, you all you hear about is that universities, all they do is hire contract professors. Nobody actually gets hired on anymore, tenure track or whatever. So... I was just like, ah, I don't like this enough. I'm going to move on. Mm-hmm. Did you do theater stuff in college? Um, yeah, well, not... It wasn't linked not to studying. the university, or...? Well, no. Yes and no. Like, I got... So I first started, I think it was my second summer there, because I was also, um, when I lived in Ottawa, um, I got on as a tour guide. So I was a tour guide for almost the entire time I was there um, at Parliament, um, inside and outside for a few different things, but I, that's, you know, it's, again, being in front of people was a lot of fun, and I enjoyed it a lot, and one of my buddies there did, was studying theater, and wasn't theater, and he was doing a French show, and one of their actors dropped out, and it was a, a bilingual show, so they needed somebody who's perfectly bilingual to fill in this role, and he was like, uh-huh. do I do it? And I was like, oh my god. Here's my big break, yeah. my yeah. chance, finally, yeah. do I? Just sitting at the drugstore, yeah. filing my nails yeah, in discovered. both languages. <coughs> yeah, so the rest was history after that. I did that one. Um, it was a lot of fun. Um, I did another show for somebody else who was in the theater program who had to direct a show. Um, then I did another show for another guy who was in that program, but he, he did it on, like, on his own, self-produced and all that on the side. And then I kind of stopped for a bit because it was getting very intense because mm-hmm. um, I didn't study it, right? And as, as I'm sure you know, in theater departments, there are a lot of people with very big egos and mm-hmm. very big personalities. Oh, yes. And I just felt completely out of place. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like, it was just, I... That wasn't, uh, yeah, that wasn't your culture. You were just there to act and have fun. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And I mean, I learned a lot, which was great. Oh, yeah, for sure. But it was just, it just seemed very like, oh. So I kind of took a step back. And then a few years after that, I was like, I need to do something like this again, you know? And then, so then I just started looking online at community theater um, groups and when they were having auditions and I just went out and 
So there was like a theater community in Ottawa? Oh, yeah, yeah. And there's a lot. There's a lot of of small community theater groups. Some that are bigger, some smaller. Um, I never really went out for anything professional. Um, It was mainly all that. Except the only one that I did, I guess, was I wanted to do Shakespeare in the Park. Oh, yeah. So I did go audition for that. But that was like, oh, my God. <laughs> Where is your headshot? And had you ever done Shakespeare before and you had no, to read never. the old So, uh, but like I mean, <laughs> like, I exactly. I How hard can so, it be? Right? I, always, I was always going to have a very, like, Edwardian face or something that I could do Shakespeare very He's got well, a face right? that belongs on the back of a coin. <laughs> right? <laughs> so that's why I was like, oh, that would be fun. But then they were talking, like, during the audition, asking all these questions, and I was like, uh, do you want me to read that again? Is that what you're asking me? You're like, so, Tobe or not yeah, Tobe. Yeah, yeah. So that's when I, you know, so. But I mean, I did get, you know, ended up getting parts in a lot of other different plays. And that's, yeah, so that's what I, that's how I got, I got involved, I guess, more in, in the theater. Because we were, this is some, uh, some backstage stuff in our recent production of Fur Island. Uh, Tom Heine decided to go very meta and as we were t- putting on our baggy pirate pants, just kind of opined, well, gentlemen, why do we do this? <laughs> <laughs> right. Indeed. And I thought, I thought Ellen's answer was, was number one answer, Steve, because it's fun. <laughs> yeah. And that's true. Like, that's the only reason I do this, right? Right. It's um, got to be fun. Yeah. I mean, sometimes it's not. Let's well, there's be real. moments, right? It's, it can be frustrating. Like it can else. be, just, exactly. For sure. It's like but in the end, love, exactly. Yes. Exactly. Yes. I mean, everybody needs their creative outlet, right? And this, for me, is what I find fits the most and is the most pleasurable, right? So while in Ottawa, you met that folk singing Trubiac boy everybody sees. I did, so I did. So how did. was this whirlwind courtship? We have his version, now we want the truth. We have his version. Now we want the truth, yeah. Okay, I'm, I'm, trying, I'm trying to think back of what he said. No. He said like so, he was at a coffee shop. He said he like, asked him to go for coffee while he was working in a he coffee he was, shop. He was casting people for a Shakespeare play in his, on his waterbed. Yeah. No, basically, yeah, it was at a coffee shop. He was working at Bridgehead. Um, I had just moved into a new apartment. Part sponsors. <laughs> yeah. They're actually kind of jerks. On but so we moved into a, I moved into a new apartment um, with my brother. And then on my way to school for that first time, walking to school... I walked by this bridgehead, and I was like, yay, that's going to be my new coffee spot in the morning on the way to school. And I stopped in, and he served me my coffee, and he flashed a smile, so I was like, oh my god, he's flirting with me. <laughs> and then I was like, oh. So then I tried to see him every time I could, and you know. and Drank a lot of coffee. Drank a lot of coffee. Bouncing <laughs> off the walls. Exactly. Just... And then I finally just, you know, got the courage to ask him out a couple months later. And yeah, I asked him to go out for coffee while he served me my coffee, which is apparently a no-no. I don't know. I think it's adorable. We're gonna go with that's adorable. But it worked, right? So, and then yeah, we you know started seeing each other slowly but surely, and the year about a year after we moved in together, and the rest is history. So you were you guys trying to? How did you the move make to eventually come here? Well, that was pretty random. Like he, because Curtis doesn't speak French for one thing and Ottawa is a very bilingual town right so if to get to get decent work you have to well no you don't have to but for the most you know like on it's a lot of jobs it's bilingual. yeah bilingual yeah. is you know an asset right and, yeah. exactly so he was stuck working retail and um like or working like shelters right and that's not the fun of the funnest job like he'd done it for a while already so 
So anyway, so this job came up at the RHA um, that he applied for, and the goal was for him to come here for a year to get some experience and make some money. His dad was sick too, yeah. um, so that kind of helped, you know, for him to be here. And then he was going to come back to Ottawa. So for that full year, that's the way it was going to go. And then I, I, I came to visit the summer that he was supposed to move back for a week. And, you know, his dad hadn't gotten any better. And then it was like, well, he was making all this money now. So he <laughs> didn't really want to leave. So it was like, and I was getting kind of tired. What were you doing in my this work? I was, I was at Parliament still. I was working Ooh. in protocol and logistics. Um, so it, it was, it sounds like you wear a shirt or something. I did. Yes. I still have them. They don't fit anymore. <laughs> but it was, you know, it, like anything else, I'd been, I'd been around parliament for about 12 years as tour guide and then getting in with the library parliament doing, um, uh, teacher resources and running a, a conference for them and then doing protocol and logistics for the committees and, and, and for parliament itself. So like anything else, you kind of get bored and, we had always talked about leaving Ottawa, but the opportunity had never really mm-hmm. presented itself as clearly as then. And the thing is, is that I like I love Flin Flon. Um, like every time we came up to visit, it just it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful place, right? And during the time that he was gone, he enjoyed it. I was expecting him not to. Right. Well, not really. Well, well, Do you know what I mean? To like, be, yeah, no, it's it's a small town, and yeah, you know, like how, how much fun hell. did we have? <laughs> exactly. <Yeah. laughs> um, so. And then when I came to visit, too, it was nice because he had met all these people and all these friends. And then when I showed up, it was like, oh, oh don't leave. Don't make, don't take it away. It's like, oh, my God, you can come here. You're going to be friends with us. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> yeah, sure. So I uh, have initial impressions of the town. Positive. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, yes. It was always very positive. And when I decided to move up here, you know, I everybody was like, oh, yeah, tons of jobs, tons of jobs, tons of jobs, right? You'll be able to find something. You'll be able to. And it's, <laughs> you know, like it's so far it's worked out. Like yeah. I, when I moved up here i worked in creighton for a northern sport culture and rec district something like that where they go into like the um reserves in northeastern saskatchewan to promote sports programs and cultural programs and stuff like that um but that was very depressing and it was very it was kind of tough too right because i just moved to flimflon to be in flimflon but i was on the road all the time to go to these places by myself so i was like meh so that didn't work out and then i ended up getting a getting a contract at the company and I've been there ever since there, company, company man, man. <laughs> <laughs> but hockey tournament got, got a hoodie <laughs> yeah exactly right but the thing that was sweet though was that I moved here I got here on it was like I think the Thursday before culture days oh so it was like oh shit and then all this is going on and then the week after they had auditions for ham sandwich for Christmas carol so I was like oh this is awesome that. right <laughs> so Right away, it was like, there you go, jump wow. in and you moved here like keep a busy. few months before me. Yeah, you I think so, actually. Like yeah. September, and I would have been December. Yeah, 2013, Just right? Just like that, yeah. Five years uh-uh. ago. So, <laughs> did you find the arts community, or did the arts community kind of find you? Um, A little bit of both. See, I'm very, when I want something, I'm going to go do it, right? I'm not the kind to sit at home and be like, oh, we should be doing this. I'm just like, exactly. Like, I'm not, it's just just like in Ottawa when I wanted to get back in theater. I wasn't going to sit around and wait for another buddy to be like, oh, hey, we have a bilingual play. You want to come, you know? It was like, no, I'm going to go look online. And so it just kind of, I just threw myself into it. Right. So Christmas Carol, that would be your first show? It was. And how was that experience? It was interesting. Um, it was 
it was good. Like it was good. It was you know. What did you play? Oh, what's his name? Cratchit. Cratchit. Ooh, yeah. Yes, that's, I that's saw it. That was the first one I saw when I came back. Was that one? Yeah. 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 So that was fine. I mean, it was good because I met a lot of people who are now my very close friends, like mm-hmm. Landis and Leslie were in that show and Cheryl. So it was kind of like, oh, cool, right? Yeah, my people. Um, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So it was nice to. It was nice for that. Um, and I mean, the theater experience here is different than what I'm was used to in Ottawa. Um, How so? Oh my god. Um, well, for one thing, I might just find it very f- cool how you can how rehearsals are all done where the show is actually going to take place that's something oh, yeah, that in some of these basements or something. exactly yeah. which was always how it was done it was never you only moved into the theater space a week before yeah. right tops um and did all that so that's cool um just how everybody really wants to you know pitch in and help was a lot of fun too um it's a lot more collaborative in some yeah. regards which is good, but sometimes cannot be. Um, I can find that very frustrating. <laughs> you know, <laughs> if you have one like, director who knows what they're doing, exactly. And we have twelve directors, exactly. Funny, yeah. So, and that's what I—that's what I, you know, I like. And, and the times that I've directed, that's the way I am. It's like, no, I know what I want, and you're gonna do what I want. <laughs> this way, yeah. And you know, I'm not—I'm not, I'm not saying I'm not open to suggestions, but you know, I'm gonna tell you what at I want. At some point, we need yeah. right, you know. exactly. So. You know, and I haven't been here now for having done a few shows. It's, you know, everybody's different, which is normal. It's and most just people how it want is. that direction, right? When they're in yeah. a show, they, they want direction. If it's, yeah, exactly. If they're not feeling direction, it's it's not a good thing. No, no, exactly. So then there was, uh, what was the first, did you direct Wizard of Oz? Was I that did. the first directing? I did, yes. And yes, did you Leslie. know that you wanted to direct, or were you yes. just thrust upon this? No, I've always wanted to. Um... That was something in Ottawa I don't think I ever would have been able to do. Maybe, maybe like, you know, in 20 years down the line, you know, after, after do it. But so here it was just, you know, I was like, well, might as well. I've always kind of wanted to do it. And um, then me and Leslie were talking and it was like, okay, well, I want to do it, but I don't want to do it by myself for the first time. And <laughs> sure, it was the same way. So I was like, oh, let's do it. And then we picked Wizard of Oz and... So that was dealing with children. Did you, was that something that you guys knew you were going to do or? Yes. Yes. Because apparently with Ham Sandwich, every fall show is supposed to be with children. Oh. Supposed to, right? right. Like, I mean, it's not always the case. So um, I had no problem with that. Um, I didn't realize how, <laughs> how, how, how a lot of work is going to be. Exactly. <laughs> and that's just the two, right? Especially for that one, our first one, we didn't want to turn anybody away. So everybody got a, Part as there was a Munchkin or uh, uh, an Ozite, right? Yeah. Um, there was a flying monkeys. Flying monkeys. So yeah, I mean, they all fit everywhere, and it, it worked out great. Like it was, I, th- I think it was, it was a great show, and I think all the kids really liked it. And I like working with kids. I think I get along good with kids. I have to watch my mouth though because I like to swear, <laughs> so it's very difficult sometimes. But I, you know, it's I think it's 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 a lot of fun, and it puts a lot of butts in the seats. Oh, that's a nice thing oh, yeah, because that I remember that show. We had three shows. For Wizard of Oz, and the first one sold out, Ooh. and we had to add more seats oh, to yeah. another one too. So I was like, "Yes, mm-hmm. that's right." Getting some coin for him sandwich. That's great. Do you try and deal with them as slightly above their age as children, as performers, or is every kid different? Or sometimes you got to deal with the kids the same way you do with grown-up actors. Yes. Yeah. Pretty much. I mean, and the kids too. You can always tell which ones 
are more receptive. I don't know if that's the right word, or are more they get it more already, right? I think they all do eventually, but some just get it quicker. So then it's always trying to focus on them to rally people around them. You know what I mean? And oh, look at what they're doing, kind of thing. And then there's those that just don't listen. You just have to <laughs> yeah, try and work with that. Either yeah, tell them just stand there, resistance. and yeah, exactly. And I don't think I ever got angry. Um, I don't think I ever yelled, which is good. But I think I got stern a few uh-huh. times, you know. So the key is, is it, I guess, kind of just fostering the environment as a director with children. Exactly. Exactly. It's because, like I said, it's about fun, right? You're supposed to have fun. But it's also about learning something, right? This isn't, this isn't, it's not just about doing whatever you want. It's about following a, a certain, the script, right? And, and doing things as you're supposed to do them in the right order. Right. And the outcome is you've done something, right? Now yeah. you've got yeah, the show. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I think a lot of kids want to do that. Yes. You know, well, it comes to that certain age where they're too cool after, right? For a bit. But, you know, up until they're a certain age there, you can, and you can make them do pretty much anything, right? Like you can, you can <laughs> train them to do, yeah, exactly. not like that. <laughs> Painting, and, you know, and setting up the chairs and stuff like that. So I first met you on a little play called Harvey. Yes, 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 yes. Well, oh, we were the we is, yes. That was a... And you were, the, again, the lead. You're just oh, the yes, lead yes, man. Yes, the Robert oh, Redford of Ham Sandwich. That's right. This is Yeah, this is quite a character. Do you, do you have, like, an artistic process? Do you make notes? Do you look at the script? Are you just sort of, as it goes along, do you, because you have... You have parts that, boy, you have a lot to memorize in the parts they give you. <laughs> um, I think it comes with it comes with time, right? Like I don't, I tie, I try to. Um, well, I read, I read the whole thing first, right? And then you kind of read the character notes if they have any. Yeah. Um, and then kind of uh, wing it from there, right? Um, usually the director will tell you, um, you know, what kind of how they want you to play them and then yeah and then i think it just evolves as as the play goes on like even people play off each other too. yes exactly yeah. absolutely and that's the way it should be right like even this last one there with uh treasure island god that was two days ago <laughs> right. um um even that one like uh willie there whatever it's like ah oh, it just felt like i kept changing him even more as i kept going along just because that's the way it is right like you you know i mean the movements and the words stay the same but you always seem to Oh, yeah. Add more and more layers as you yes, go along. Yes, and you get and... it perfect, and then it's over. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. exactly, right? Well, you talk about having it be fun, but a lot of people <laughs> have a different version of of what that is. Was it, is it kind of finding your character every day? Is it yeah. sort of the collaborative process? Is that the sort of... Those are parts of it, yeah. too. I mean, one of the best parts is getting... Is being... Um, a lot, you know, being allowed. <laughs> being somebody else. Like, you yes. get to not be yourself... And act a fool if you have to. Or yes. one thing I haven't done with Ham Sandwich yet is be a villain. I fucking love being a villain. Um, I've been one in a couple plays in Ottawa, and it was the fucking best, right? <laughs> because you get to be an it's ass, and you get, <laughs> you know, like it's just that was just a lot of fun. And that's and that's part of it, right? You get to be somebody else for for you know a rehearsal for the show, um, and step outside of yourself yeah. and have fun with other people who are also not being themselves. You know what I mean? Like, that's what, that's a big, big part of it for for the fun part of it, you know? For sure. That's what the part of what takes the nerves off, right? Because that's not you up there. That's whoever. That's yeah, exactly. Young, right? Exactly. But, it was yeah. just like even Curtis, when he sings, he says he gets nervous. Um, and I remember for Les Mis, he was really nervous. And I kept telling him, I was like, yeah, but you're not up there. You're not Curtis when you're up there. Or Cece, when you're right. up there, you're 
um, Marius. you're Marius, yes. right? Like you don't don't be yourself up there. Mm-hmm. Be Marius, and that's nerves go away. Like even this one here when I had to sing the "I Will Survive," right? <laughs> oh my god! I was like, how the hell am I going to do this without looking like a jackass or feeling like a jackass, <laughs> right? But it was just about being. Well, it's, this is Willie. It's not. Yeah, it's yeah, not me yeah, up there, right? right? So just. Give her as Willie would, and that's really all you can player. do. Exactly. Well, because as ridiculous as it was, in the world that you and Mark kind of built with each other, it made perfect sense. <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? So then you went on, on I have a question <coughs> about Greece, oh, more directorial work. How did you get conned, roped into <laughs> directing the, the big community choir Grease show? I wanted to. I I asked Crystal. I remember, I don't even think they had announced what it was going to be, but I told her that I wanted to be assistant director for the next show. Mm-hmm. Um, just because she said, said that they were going to hire somebody, and I wanted to see how a professional director works. Uh, learn some tricks of the trade, if you will, and and yeah, so it was it was totally my own my own doing. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, assistant director can be a, a fun job, but it can also be a terrible, thankless yes. job. Yes, <laughs> yes. How did you? Were you able to get some artistic impression and sort of your vision in this? Because who knows what you're going to do when the big director comes in? Can all just erase the chalkboard here? Exactly, and I mean, with this one here, um, it was really good because uh, Jackie, the director, um, she kind of was looking for our input. Uh, me and Leslie, right? Like we would sat, we would sit and talk about it and what would work, what wouldn't work. And, you know, she'd ask us our opinion about stuff. So for that, that was amazing. Um, so we, I feel like I did get um, to be a little bit creative, right? Um, in that, in that regard. And also, you know, talking with um, Katie about and Ken about the sets and, you know, how are we going to do, how are we going to switch the scenes and, and do all that. So that was, there was a lot of that in there, which was a lot of fun. Um, the other part of it, the, you know, organization and keeping everybody on time. Uh, <laughs> I mean, somebody's got to do it, right? Yeah, but yeah, that, that right. was so. But I mean, it, in the end, it was a great experience. It was a lot of fun. It was also really nice because the sound guy that they hired for Greece um, didn't turn out to be very good. So I had to do all the sound effects. So that means I got to sit there and actually be a part of the show too, right? In a way, which was which was fun. Do you find it? Are you more stressful when you're on stage or directing? <laughs> Directing, for sure. Because it's out of your hands, I guess? Exactly. Um, yes. And also because I'm not a perfectionist by any means, but when you're directing, there's never enough time. You could always have another week. You could always have another week. You'd always, you know, there's always tweaks that yeah. you wish, you know. There's always that yeah. one thing that you keep telling somebody to do, but they never freaking do it. And you just, just another week of beating it into their heads that this is how you should do it. You know what I mean? Like, no. So it's always... That, that's why I find it more stressful. And then you have all the moving parts too, right? Like you have the set changes and the lights and the music and all that. So it's, if I could, you know, clone myself, then maybe I'm not perfectionist. I'm a bit of a control freak, oh. let's say. And I like to make sure that everything gets done the way Is it that I feel it should be done. one without the other? I guess, eh? Ooh, we're going deep here. Ooh, <laughs> pulsating after penetrating. Here. But when I'm on stage, it's completely different because as soon as it starts, 
It's like you get in the zone and yeah, then you blink it. and it's done and you're like, holy and shit. And if you've done your work, right? you're fine. Exactly. Right? You have nothing to worry about. You exactly. Shouldn't even, you shouldn't even bat an eyelash at your on stage or the audience is either. Yeah. And most of the time too, even if you screw up, they don't know. No. Unless you sit there and you're like, oh, right? right? Which rarely happens. Right? You know, just say it, I screwed up. <laughs> they kind of looks at each other. Turner, not Turner, not Turner. Yo, ho, ho. So how was the... So you do Grease, and then it was like, oh, great show. And then we're going to roll this boulder up the hill again for the big Canada Day Festival. I know because uh, uh, we were in it, and I think everybody was kind of like, we're going to be doing this 10 years after we die. <laughs> like, yeah. we, we, have, we mentally checked out of this. Was it hard to get everybody's headspace, like, we're doing this again? Or even oh, for yourself, God, yeah. I guess. You just, yeah, it, was, it really was, because for the Jackie, she was done. Right, she wasn't, and then she did come back, but didn't really have any rehearsals. So I knew that deep down it was, you know, like we we were the ones who had to make sure that nobody forgot their lines, and we had to keep rehearsing when nobody wants to be there. I didn't want to be there. I was done too. Right, that's the beauty with theater. You do it, it's done. You're done. Right. Yeah, like, it's very seldom revisited. Yeah. Like exactly. That. Yeah, mounted so quickly, but yeah. still so far apart. Yeah, like I don't know how. You know, professional theater actors do it where they're on stage six days a week. Like, and I guess you can tell though, right? When you see those, um, those shows, is is there's not that same kind of energy as you see in more um, community theaters, right? Because for them, this is the only two, three, four times they're going to do it, right? So it's yeah, everything's laid right. out on the stage. But I don't know how they would do that because once I'm done, I'm done. Like Treasure Island is done. It's, it's out of my mind. It was yeah. great. It was a good yeah, time. It was, but it's yeah, done. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Some on to the next thing. You want to let them go. Yeah. Right? There's others that they linger, but there's some, the Christmas spirit, all that character. <laughs> bye bye. Get out of my head. Right? Like yeah. the minute it was over. Yeah. But with Greece, it was, that was tough. That was a big challenge. Doing the, having the to remount, set it back yeah. up and making sure we had all the sets and the costumes. And it was funny too, because a couple of cast members, throughout the rehearsal process with all the dancing ended up losing a little bit of weight so they were like oh shit we gotta keep that up so that we don't gain more and then have to right, <laughs> won't right, the costumes costumes anymore. right? so yeah five so. hours of dance five hours of pasta this is what we have to do people yeah exactly so in the midst of all this you do some radio theater i do with our crew the snow and blood's lost collection the fun's number one independent non-arts council sport theater company and so we Ooh, got you Northern Manitoba. Northern Manitoba. That's theater. right. Take that Sheridan players. And so this, um, we got you to do this because we thought you could do this, which is quite a, a different process. This is different because, well, I will ask you, you have to, do you prepare this or do you just wing it as you go along or when you're looking at this thing because you have the script in front of you you don't have to memorize it yeah but you have to prepare yes. like you can't wing it like, you have to have a certain knack for it it's more in you yeah exactly because it's a lot more is based on your voice and on intonation and energy. on energy yes, right absolutely absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. but just like any play whether you're memorizing the lines or not you have to do your work right you have to read it over you have to put yourself like even though you're reading it I'm still when I'm on that doing those radio shows i'm not me right i'm still whatever character right exactly and that's that's the way that's the way you got to do it do you is it easy for you to to flow into in and out of characters because for these shows people are anywhere from two to 17 people (laughs) of various ages talking to yourself when there's a point where i think you were having a conversation (laughs) taking off glasses putting on hats 
I think that's fun, right? It makes it more fun because you don't get to do that very often. Um, and another thing that I really like about the radio plays is that it's not, you know, there's a certain tendency with Ham Sandwich and, you know, the Flin Flon community choir shows that it's, uh, I don't want to say it's fluff, but you know what I mean? It's not meant to be well, mentally, it's, it's intellectually challenging. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. right? Yeah, Whereas these ones are a lot large, more weird or a lot more. Exactly. And that's right. and that's what theater is, should be more of. To, you know what I mean? Like you gotta have both, and that's what that's what I like Absolutely. about these is that these are not. Yeah, there's this absolutely. Isn't, there's you know, room, there's room yeah. for both. There's yeah, yeah, yeah. For both, right? The the mass appeal of something like Greece that everybody, you know, can safely kind of wrap their head around, and then you know something that's a little bit, you know, like a little bit challenging. Yeah, a right? little bit like what is what is yeah. going on here? Yeah, about, yeah. But sometimes I wish there was more, right? Yeah, like yeah. even like that's what was nice with Regrets Only last for spring that we did Regrets Only, um, that because that was a little bit. Ose. Like it wasn't really, but it was no, a little bit, this, right? Yeah, well, but what it was people little, are used to, I guess. Yeah, 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 exactly. So, you know, gay marriage and all that. And yeah, so, it was a, it was so a little bit headier than yeah. yeah. So I love that, right? It was like, good, good, yeah. good, good. But it's even like, even me personally, it's, you know, like for, um, for example, one thing I, I was thinking of doing is for next year for Pride, I want to do a Pride event where it would be either a, a, a reading at Johnny's, but of, of a player or a work that is a bit more controversial. That's oh, a bit more yeah. about, you know, because Pride right now is very, I mean, okay, you know, of course, hooray, but it's very. Well, it's in the early stages, I guess. Yeah, but it's it's just it's a bit like it seems like the focus of of why Pride exists and why we're doing this and why we have to do this seems to be lost to the whole. Oh, one it's, love. It's kind of getting oh, pink family. You know what I mean? Bit. Oh, yeah, yeah everybody yeah. supports. Yeah, but nobody talks about how. You know, gay people are still getting bashed. Gay yeah. people are still getting killed. Absolutely. There's some places I I'm never gonna go in the world oh, because I world? No. do not want to potentially right. be killed. Exactly right. right. You wouldn't dare. Um, so, but you know, so there's and that's and that's why the theater I think is the best format to be able to open up that discussion. Let's say you know, or to be able to explore those ideas without without it being too confrontational, I guess. Or, right, and, well, yeah, you know. absolutely. That's why art almost exists, right? So you yeah. can present things. Actually, no, you want to be confrontational to a certain yeah, extent. so you can present these so, things. So, yeah. But you want it to do it in a vehicle that people don't want to have their guard up, that people are receptive yes, to. Yes, yeah. I think yeah. that's kind of what theater can do. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And if, even if you do push the boundaries, well, then so be it, right? That's good. That's why you're there. And most people who will go there is because they're already open to that, to those ideas, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can you compare the energy sort of from a community hall stage to a Johnny stage? Uh, it's a lot different. <laughs> um, the one thing I like about community hall, and the Johnny stage is close, is not quite there yet, is that when the lights are on, you don't see anybody. <laughs> right? And that's yeah. part of the magic for the Whereas actor. the audience is really... <laughs> They're right there, yeah, right and you right can there. see them. Yeah. Yeah. The audience is almost one with the show. Exactly. You kind of got to look it's right above their heads, right? So you're not yeah. making eye contact. Um, but the energy is also different in that Johnny's is such a cool place, right? So it's just it's just fun to perform there, and that audience closeness also makes it fun. Yeah, too. exactly. Yeah, the exactly. Thing that makes it kind of like makes it yeah fun. So you did, uh, regrets only again, male lead. Yes. Robert Redford of Hampstead. Yes, yes. Well, no, I was a supporting <laughs> character. Um, I don't know. I, I think you were like, the long line. <laughs> The cast, I think it was pretty split between all all of the main characters. Yeah, it was a pretty small cast. Yeah, it wasn't a huge cast. Five of us shared a lot of great moments. 
And that's and that's that one was fun. That was f- just because there was only adults. I had done just a small cast show with just adults in a while, so you know you get to have more fun. Yeah. And you know, yeah, make different. more jokes yeah. and swear. Yeah. <laughs> you know, things, stuff like that. Things move along a little differently. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So that was a, that was a lot of fun. Technically, I'm always I like asking this because the the, the roles you get L would be down regrets only even seaweed willy are just a lot of language and a lot of stuff normal people don't say in everyday <laughs> life. People don't talk like this, and they give you a lot of this. What is your process of memorization? Do you use a friend, or are you just there by yourself? Or are you? I'm there by myself. I don't. Um, Kurt, mm, I've asked Curtis a few times, but I, I, work out, I work it out better by myself, mm-hmm. pacing around the house. And just rereading it, kind of thing in my hand. I know a lot of people use like you know they record all the other parts and then they leave the blank. Ooh. I find that's annoying because I don't like my own voice, <laughs> so I was like I don't want to listen to myself. Yeah. So I just kind of repeat it. And to be honest, for me, the thing that works best is actual rehearsal times. Oh my god, same. Um, it's right? when you're just doing it with people are the other person. With you yeah, exactly. And, yeah, and then that's when it becomes. And they get a feel for it, right? A conversation. It, yeah. it comes to life instead of just reading it on the page. Now the other person's saying it with tone and you're exactly. Like, yeah. Because I mean, especially with theater, right? You're supposed to be reacting to people. You're not supposed to just be saying your lines because it's your line. You're supposed right. to be listening to the other character, what they're saying, and this is your response, kind of thing. Yeah. So without that, and without their tone to be able to, you know what I mean? Yeah. To work to really oh, yeah. work it out, Definitely like that's how for me it works better. Too, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Like muscle memory, you know, I'm picking that up too. a box. I have to do all this stuff. Yeah, I'm yeah. just down here. I'm just down there. Like, Which is another thing. Sometimes that's hard with ham sandwich is that sometimes blocking doesn't remain constant from beginning to end which can be very frustrating um but uh, <laughs> but you know what that's... that stage is not being used because fire drills are only using it for the stage but so you know but it is what it is um but yeah no it's definitely working with other people with the other actors on stage with you know and just getting into your character that's the only way it sticks to be honest unless i have a monologue but even then like you need to you need to have that that other energy right that feeds you gets you going so you came off of now treasure island your most recent uh, more character work for you here oh yeah that uh, was fun. you see what you were uh i'm sure the youngsters thoroughly thought you were one of their favorites <laughs> yeah. because you were uh, a, like a big youngster at heart up there um how did you tackle this uh because I'm guessing you didn't do a lot of pantomime maybe <laughs> yeah. in the Ottawa no, alternative theater world i did not i did not i've never seen a pantomime um so, I mean, when Diane said, you know, you got to go, you know, you got to bring it big, yeah, go big, big, right? So big. I was like, okay, that's what I'll do. I, I could have gone even bigger. Oh, yeah. But the thing is, is that, you know, it's kind of hard when not everybody's going well, super big, right? Thing. So it's like, ah, oh, you can't go too big. So you got to yeah. find that happy you medium. You have to find that right level of bigness to like. Exactly. Um, but that one was fun. And I, to me, it was just like, okay, well, he seems stupid. So just be stupid. <laughs> just, excited to be stupid. Yeah, yeah, exactly, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, absolutely. I mean, if you're stupid, then everything is excited, right? You, you gotta don't got to care in the world, right? Sure. Yeah. And the thing is, is that I'm nice. I'm a nice guy. I like to think I'm a nice guy. So it, to me, playing a nice guy is just so... Easy. It's easy, right? Yeah. Like to a certain extent, it's kind of just like I'm like, no, I want to be a jerk. I want to be an order. Exactly. <laughs> So you talked about uh, perhaps doing something with Pride. Uh, have you thought about anything else you would like to direct or what type of theater you would like to star in or bring to our community? Um, I want to do another kid's show. 
um, Charlie and the Chalk Factory. Ooh. Yes. Breaking I'm, news. Yes, I'm hunting for a script for that. I may have found one that's a non-musical, but it's only a one-act play, so I have to oh. get it to see how long, if it can be fleshed out a little bit, yeah. you know? Um, and <laughs> so that would be a lot of fun, I think. Somebody's very um, interested in that. It'll be fun. And the thing is, too, with, like, Sid and Lori, who are doing sets now for Ham Sandwich. Oh, aren't they fabulous? Holy crap, <laughs> right? Like, and I would never, oh and God, the thing is, I would never do that without them, no, right? Right. But even with Regrets Only, like, it looked like they an apartment. Look like an apartment. Yeah, like, it was yeah. so, it was and that's all crap from the friggin' the the garage in the back, right? And Sid and Lori, they just twisted and painted and, yeah. God. Exactly, yeah. so. <laughs> I wanted to move into that set, Regrets Only. Right, yeah, me too. sure it was nice. We don't have $3,000 a month in rent that it cost. So that's what I, I would like to do. And But the thing is, is that to do, like, because I want to do it kind of like I did when I did Wizard of Oz, you know, it's it's more to be a show. So I want it to be a big spectacle. Right. Costumes, sets, lights, you know. So, um, so yeah, so that's, I think, is going to be coming down the pipeline. Oh, yeah. At some point, I don't know when, because I don't know who's slated for what. I think Leslie said her name is in for the fall, but she said if you want to do it then, you can. So maybe, uh-huh. but we'll see. We'll see. Got up a time. Says that the night before yeah, when exactly. Sid yeah. can't get the yeah. chocolate waterfall to stop. <laughs> right. Just get all washed away in a big Hershey mess. Yeah. All the Oompa Loompas have the flu. <laughs> yeah. I would also like to direct a musical as well at some point. I think that could be very challenging, but a lot of fun as well. Do you have any that you are... Because no. were you in the world of musicals? No. Or, yeah, it's... I'm not, I don't, because I don't really sing, I don't play an instrument. Don't get me wrong, I love to sing, and I love to, (laughs) you know, I love music, but I'm not, my talents lie elsewhere, right? So musicals for me are, I mean, I love Grease, of course, Xanadu, and, you know, like I, more TV musicals is what I've known, you know? Like I remember going to see Beauty and the Beast when I was in grade eight or something, which was amazing, you know, that kind of stuff, but I'm not... I'm not well versed in all the well, what is it like the Pirates of Penzance and that. I went and saw that in Ottawa once and I was like, holy shit, this shit sucks. I was like, this you? is so boring. How dare you? We will have a retort for the flip flop bleak of. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> but you know, like the that's HMS right. Pinafore, the Gilbert and Sullivan. Like one, I think that would be amazing to do would be Sister Act because I just love that oh, movie. Yeah. So how could a musical yeah, right. Sister oh, yeah. Act would not be amazing, right? Oh, absolutely. Or Nine to Five. There's a Nine, nine to Five yeah, musical be, or the Billy right? Joel musical. Yeah. Yeah. Or just... Legally Blonde. There's yes, a Legally yes, Blonde yes, musical, Legally right? Were you were just friends? Seinfeld. Yes. Does that exist? Oh, uh, there is a group in New York who just does avoids copyright laws by just saying it's a parody of Seinfeld as a musical so the the one that I was thinking of doing either at Johnny's or here because of our political climate there is Reefer Madness the musical oh so you were serious when you were saying that because I heard you talking about it but I was like what did it on on like HBO or something or or Broadway that's yeah from Frasier oh yeah 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 (laughs) he's he's been in Hello Dolly he was a big Broadway guy before that yeah so I was just saying, like, because it exists, and we have the the horses to do it, and <laughs> we have the motivation and method work that I think everybody could do with that as well. That would be cool. Do it. Yeah, that's right. Okay, and this is what I want to talk to you about. Uh, so 
Tempest Tossed. This is the Robinson Dave, which I found online, and I am just thoroughly enjoying right now. The, the book? Yes. It's good, eh? Yes. Isn't it, it amazing? It's really great, yes. So my idea would be to do that, but adapt it to a modern setting, right? Like, not to have it old school, like if... Yes, it's set in, like, as, n- as a film. like pre-war Ontario or yeah, something. Exactly, yeah, exactly, yeah. Oh, it's such a great. It's so great, and I mean, it's just like all those. To me, it was it was totally like that that movie, Waiting for Guffman, right? Like anybody who's been in community theater loves that movie because it's a little bit too real. Yeah, and this book too. It's 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 a little bit real, right? Even though it's set in the nineteen fifties, it's like this is community theater right here in a small town. Yeah, it's it's, it's really and just how it's even I don't even know how you could do it in the show, but just sort of the narration just is like. It's a town that wants to make its own rules, but loved its previous past and things like, <laughs> and just just great stuff of just like, can uh, we have the good chairs? We have to put my daughter in the play then, <laughs> right? Yeah, so everybody can relate to that. Because yeah, really, oh, yeah. I I haven't gotten a response yet, but I've written to Penguin Publishing an email, going, we are a small nonprofit theater company. Um, as long as you don't charge us money, we won't charge you any money, and we'll just adapt this ourselves. We just want right. So I'm I'm, I'm waiting from Penguin Publishing Canada. Hey, cool. Yeah, that would be cool. Because yeah, it's it's a great story. It is. It is the characters really, are funny. It's it's such a good story. Yes, and it's very. It is. It's the great Canadian theater thing. Yeah. It's like I don't know what's the great. I guess Streetcar Named Desire would be like oh, the great American my. play. Yeah. Maybe yeah, like the American Hamlet or something. Hamlet would be like the British Hamlet, I guess. Death of a Salesman. Death maybe. of a Salesman. There we right, go. Very right, good. Right. Yes. Yeah. Which I mean, also was boring. Yeah. I read that in life, high school. I remember. I was like, life. this sucks. <laughs> Dustin Hoffman's makeup is terrible. <laughs> PBS great performances, yeah. but. So I also I ask this of everyone. Everybody hates it, but oh, I like these questions. I don't think everyone hates um, it. Did you ever have a moment on stage that was almost maybe outside of your body, where you were so in the moment and that you didn't know exactly how it was done, and you kind of had this kind of ethereal theatrical moment? Or are you still looking for one? Or do you want to be honest? I think it ha- it happens every time because, like, I swear, as soon as. The show starts and I have to step on stage. It just, and then you're like, "Oh shit, that's oh, it's over." Do you know what I mean? Like it's, I, I just, to me, every time I, especially with an audience, <laughs> like it just feels, it's, it feels like an outer, not an outer body experience, but you know what I mean? Like it is it's, little, yeah. it is like it's, I'm not me, but I'm here, and I, all this is just, it's coming out now. It's mechanical almost. I always think I'm, of it you like an I mean? avalanche. It's like you can't. It's all this right. momentum. It's, yeah, exactly. It's going now. There's nothing we can do right exactly. now. Exactly, and it just now. it just keeps it just keeps coming out, and then you're yeah. done, and then you're done, and you're like, oh, oh, should have did that, and then everybody applauds, and you're like, oh my god. Ah. Especially because because rehearsals are just like, oh, it's eight thirty. Can we do this? And then you <laughs> do the show, <laughs> and you're like, what? Nine oh five, and we're done. This is garbage. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Are we gonna finish the whole play yeah, rehearsal tonight? <laughs> and to be honest, the applause is also amazing. I don't care what anybody says. When they perform, one of the best parts of performing is the applause after because you just, it feels good. It's like, yes! <laughs> or if you don't get it. You guys were entertained. <laughs> yeah, when you don't get it, it's yeah, like, when you don't get it. It, it like reminds me of like when I had my first poop. Because like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Susan doesn't do that anymore. Yeah, no, we stopped doing that after the first year. <laughs> Makes me go across the street. That's coming. Right? He's like, no, you can't poop now. That's coming over. <laughs> 
Oh, this is why we're rushing through this. You want to go deep into the psyche of Seaweed Willie if you want really active studio? Oh, wow. What is your favorite His motivation. Customer? Seaweed's yeah. motivation. Let's talk about Seaweed's talent. He was, he was a bit mental, really. And are three people, living or dead, who you would like to collaborate in some way with? Ooh. Oh, my goodness. Céline Zion. Because Ooh. I love her. For music or theater? Or oh, can you imagine doing like a musical based only on sit-in songs? Ooh. Like a love story? <laughs> right, a little bit. But it could be even, oh, yes. That could be a thing. So sit-in for sure. Um, oh my God, I'm drawing. Right? That's a tough one. Um... I love Tarantino. I, you know, I just love him. So it'd be cool to, you know, he's never done a to do something eh? like him. I don't think so. I don't think so. Or even like a stage play. You know what I mean? Like, can you imagine a Tarantino adaptation? Like a stage of, I can't. You know, no Pulp Fiction would totally work. It would totally work, right? Or even just as a play, just as like that would totally work. That'd be another one, and. Oh my god. Maybe somebody like I don't know, like Jackie Chan. Oh wow. Ooh, you can start this Cause, <laughs> Yeah, cuz I've always wanted to do some sweet ass like moves. Kung fu moves, Kung fu right? or yeah. karate. Chinese boxing. Yeah, exactly, right? Cuz I loved his movie growing up, like all of his movies. And you know, give me a stick and watch out. I'll start doing I know, some crazy with shit, stick. right? <laughs> I do that with everything. <laughs> if I have a stick. <laughs> so that would be fun to do like a play where I'm just kind of ninja or something and I get to learn from him how to do all these moves and do all these flips. Soundtrack by Celine Dion. <laughs> oh my God, directed by Quentin Tarantino. Right? Right, oh God. That's so cool. Rumble in the that was really the movie, random. The play. Oh, that's a good one. Super Cop was also very good. Super Cop, uh, Jackie Chan's first strike. Uh, yes, first strike. yes, that yes, one, yes. That was yes. very, very underrated. Yeah, it was underrated. Mm. If I speak with a ladder in that one, I remember. Yes, right? exactly. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. why I, I saw the commercial. I'm yeah. like, we're going. Take the 17 bus. <laughs> Mom, out of here. Fight a guy with a ladder. And then I tried my ninja moves and realized I like coordination and I need work moves because it's very chilly out. So there we go. That is Celine Dion, Quentin Tarantino, and Jackie Chan. Jackie Chan. I think that's almost as good as I think Noel's Chopin, David Bowie, and Carol Burnett. <laughs> oh, nice. I like that. I like that too. All right. So I think uh, that is almost an hour here of your life Holy and crap. times. Cool. Yes. So uh, thank you so much for taking us through your. Life and times, and no, no, thank you. Uh, I guess thank we you. will see you on the stage or cool directing chair with your puffy pants and <laughs> yes, right. Next time I direct, I will. Yes, back. with with ascots <laughs> yep. and and, and various people in glasses and clipboards picking you blackberries and <laughs> taking copious notes. Call you JP. That's yeah, not yeah, even yeah, your yeah, name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just call you. Yes, JP. No JP. Anything you say, JP. Monogrammed on your towels and blouses and shirts. <laughs> <laughs> I have I've directed five plays and have had five heart attacks. Was I expecting too much from fourth graders? 
been the uh, Sewer Box Office Podcast, Jim Dandy. Uh, we've got uh, Alain Lachepelle. Thanks for coming out. Merci. Bonsoir. Uh, Susan Gunn, always uh, contributing. Oui. And uh, <laughs> I'm Raphael Soray saying good night and good podcasting. Ha, 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 ha.